This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. I'm Laura. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Today we are joined by a highly anticipated guest. Jack, I was just saying before we started recording, like, this is long overdue. We have creeped you for a very long time, and we are truly honored to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome. Big fans. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so. Oh my God, of course. I truly don't know why it took us this long. I think because like for some reason we didn't think of like striptease like as an option for porn, but like it absolutely is, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a search term. Yeah. Um, uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar, uh, Jack the Stripper is uh, hot and ridiculous. She spends her time <laughs> making art, money, and a joke uh, out of everything. She is the author and artist behind The Beaver Show, Striptastic, and a heck of a lot of stripper memes. Um, Jack, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And for talking about porn all the time. Yes, baby. Um, Do you watch porn? No. Wow. No, I know, right? It's funny. This this sparked a whole bunch of conversations last night because I don't really watch porn. I... I'm a reader of porn. Mm. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. I, One of those. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. An intellectual. <laughs> well, here's why. Okay. Because just watching just the two clips that you suggested, I had to watch this insane <laughs> ad before we got to the clip of like anal, anal, yeah. anal, anal, anal. And I was yes. like, I can't unsee that. Uh-huh. It was so graphic. It was so much. And it, it just kind of like, it's the opposite of like getting me turned on. I was like, Oh my God, this yeah, is a it's lot. Yeah, sort of like a comic you. <laughs> yeah, it's really, um, it's really intense. And I guess I'm just visually very sensitive. Whereas if something mm. I'm not that into and I'm reading it, I can just like stop reading. But right. I can't unsee things. So, yeah. but you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm 34. My sexual proclivities change every day. So right. I'm sure I'll have a porn phase. It, it's imminent. Who right. knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe after we like introduce you to a couple platforms that don't have those fucking ads right. popping up right. at you. Yeah. Those ads were gnar- those ads were too much for me. Yeah. The pop-up I, windows, I it, everything. It's yeah. just Yeah. You're accosted. Yeah. Please. Yes. Please guide me. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, I have to know about this because I want to read more porn. Like, do you do you go to Reddit? Do you have authors like erotic literature you like? Or is it like what do you read? I would love to be schooled if my site is unethical, but I've been reading, <laughs> I've been reading literotica, free erotic stories oh, since sure. I found the internet. Uh, <laughs> and the website hasn't been updated since probably 1995. <laughs> and I like love. it that way. Yeah. There's uh, I don't know. I, uh, is, do you know about literotica? Are you very familiar with well, it? I is definitely it- don't know enough to speak to, um, ethicalness. Mm. I would say that it's probably harder in the written form 
to violate ethics Anyone's, yeah, or like yeah, yeah. the things that we hold up because there's, it's harder to like exploit a performer when it's just right. written erotica. I mean, there could be like stolen content or something yeah. like that, which I wouldn't Copyright. Be, sure. have any idea yeah. about, but I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. We unfortunately don't actually like, you know, we learn as we go and just <laughs> yeah. do our best Great. homework with like each individual site and we have been schooled as well and like, oh, whoops, we thought that site was ethical. And like, here comes this awful news about something that went down on a set, you know? Right. Right. So, yeah. Because yeah. I love it. It's great. I find and like, I don't know. I think it's a lot of them are really bad, but that doesn't bother me. I don't know. Right. I kind of. The I'm, cheesiness I'm very, adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of which, I mean, we had a great time with this episode, Finding Videos, because you had some specific requirements. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we, like, branded the content. I mean, I hope we yeah. did. Yeah. I'm sure there's, like, better stuff we could have found for you, but it was right. definitely really fun to, like, venture through, and we'll talk about it more later, 1970s? Right. I'm forgetting the year right. that this was made. Uh, like, yeah. late 70s, New Early York 80s. Times Square right. was, like, a very specific vibe that we were happy right. to play with. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a really good time. Oh, great. Um, nice. So talk to us about, like, your journey with sex work. Yeah, how'd you get into strip strip stuff? How I got into strip stuff, I, I became a stripper 10 years ago, 11 years ago. I I had dabbled in, like, different kind of the, the art of sex work. Like, I was trying mm. to find a sugar daddy when I was 19, and, and uh, that, <laughs> that was interesting. Like, I was mm-hmm. very um, curious about it, but I didn't really follow through that much on it because I didn't really get that it was just hoeing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, well, but I had a whole bunch of really interesting experiences with men who gave me things in exchange for like attention and sexual favors. So that was kind of like, I don't know when I wasn't a sex worker, to be totally honest. Sure. I, like, Mm. The second mm-hmm. I turned 18 and went to college, I was like, oh, wow, my smile and my sass is power and I can get things mm. for it. So, right. like, let's exploit this. Right. And then I became a stripper <laughs> at 23. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always been very entrepreneurial and I I hate work. absolutely yes (laughs) you know I I like working for myself and being creative I'm always working in that capacity but I don't really like working for other people so Mm. sex work has just kind of always been part of my life I just didn't have the words for it I didn't even know the word sex work until I was way into stripping stripping is where I really found my calling and fell in love with it I was 23 I was in Australia out of money and I was just like fuck it I'm gonna be a stripper I always wanted to be a stripper but the stigma was too great and I was yeah. too I was worried I'd run into somebody I knew so I just mm. like went to the other side of the world found myself there and I was like well no one's gonna find out here all right <laughs> 10 years later you know all of my cousins follow me on Instagram it's weird right. but it is, it's what it is <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah I've been I've been in it for a long time and stripping wow. is my favorite. I don't strip anymore, sadly. It's kind yeah. of over. I mean, it's over for a lot of people because of COVID. Right. But but it's uh it was the most formative experience of my life. Yeah. Mm. Holds a special place yeah. in your heart. Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna so ask because I wasn't sure if you were actively stripping, because I know you have your you have art and you have like mm. your own content that you create. And I didn't know if there was a if you had all those pots in the stove or if you moved away from stripping, did that happen before the pandemic, like by choice, or was it more circumstantial because of what's generally happening in the industry? It was circumstantial because I stopped being anonymous in strip clubs. 
And yeah. And it was really sad because I was like, love, I mean, being a stripper and being Jack the Stripper are two different things. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And I, Jack the Stripper became more popular than the anonymous girl I loved being in the club. So that wasn't available mm-hmm. to me anymore. So it's kind of a sad fizzle out, to be honest. I yeah. I really thought I was going to like strip into the sunset, but <laughs> I'm very clear. I was very clear about my boundaries being a stripper. I didn't want anybody to know my personal business. That's what makes it hot for me. That's like yeah. what's mm-hmm. always made flirting hot is like being sexy and naughty with a stranger in the corner. And then mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "Oh, that's the stripper." I'm like, "I can't, I can't be nasty in the corner anymore because I feel like people know my shit." Right. And, uh. and and some people that works. Some people are feature dancers who tell everybody, "Come and visit me at the club. I would yeah. love to meet you." And for me, yeah. it was the total opposite. I really liked the anonymity of stripping, and that was no longer available to me. Plus, mm-hmm. like other stuff started coming up, and I was busy doing other work. So right. it was a very gradual transition that was completely of my own creation. But it was sad. Yeah. I was like, oh, I missed this. Like, I didn't get yeah. a last shift. Yeah. You know? yeah. It was very. <laughs> One but, last hurrah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. very, like, a sad fizzle out, and clubs wouldn't hire me because, like, I'm mouthy, and I say shit on the internet that club owners don't like. It, it was very mm. clear that I was no longer welcome there anymore, and and that's Okay. Nobody right. really gets to leave stripping on their own terms. I wish we could, but it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I've sprained my ankle or something. I don't know. But right. for me, it was, it was, uh, it was just like moving. It, I had to move on. Right. Mm. Right. But I don't know. I'll shake my ass for money in some capacity someday. It's not yeah. totally over, but mm-hmm. it's over for now. And it turns part out me, it's over for the best. Yeah. Part of me is like wishing for you, like, an anonymous night in Berlin, just going to like <laughs> sure. a, an open burlesque or strip night at like mm-hmm. some club there. Where you can just like disappear. You know, I don't know if you yeah. can just. If, uh, I don't know where your crowd is. Yes. Like, where yeah, are you yeah. getting recognized? Like, where Honey, can we hide she's you? internationally famous. <laughs> right? Come on. Exactly. Yeah. It'll uh, happen. Yeah, totally. It'll happen. I don't know under what circumstances, but I'm not done. Yeah. I'm a slut forever. For That's sure. never gonna change. Yeah, that never goes away. That yeah. only evolves. Nope. It just <laughs> yeah. becomes, yes. it just gets better and better as life goes on, right. bigger and yeah. bigger and better. They don't tell you that. Yeah, they don't tell I'm you that. Ninety-seven at a slut, you know. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like just sitting on everybody's lap at the nursing home. One hundred percent. This is what I'm talking about. Um, yes. What do you think are some of the common misconceptions people have about stripping? Oh, all of them. <laughs> it's, it's all of them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's so much that's happened in the last 10 years. I mean, stripping yeah. is so mainstream now. Like, SZA right. did her little stripper video, her music video that was, like, adorable. Like, it's just sort of the aesthetic of stripping is really ingrained in the culture now. Everybody's appropriating it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't be yeah. mad about it. It just is what it is. Um, I don't know. I honestly think it's great. Like, if this yeah. is going to get people to go to the club and throw more money at strippers. Yes. And get more comfortable with that just being part of our culture. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, what is one of the biggest misconceptions ugh, that we get paid to be there? Yeah. I mean, mm. that was something that, cause you don't, you, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you have to like pay? Yes. You lease the facility to yes. run your business as an independent contractor, right? which is total bullshit because there's wage theft everywhere. Like you're paying yeah. the DJ, you're paying the house mom, you're paying a makeup rental. You're pay- like, you're, you're paying for quote unquote promo. You're just paying 
a bunch of shit and exactly. then they take half of your money. It's there's so much wage theft going on. So that's right. a big misconception. Mm-hmm. I think the other one is that people think that being a stripper is showing up and performing somebody else's idea of what's hot. Mm. And I think it's just showing up and performing your own idea of what's hot and people pay mm. you for that. Like yeah. you're really I think it's a really a personal expression of sexuality. Yeah. That said, only a certain kind of privileged person is allowed in most strip clubs. So there's a huge problem with that. Like, the reason why I'm able to talk about being a stripper and I've been doing it for 10 years is because, like, I'm a skinny cis white woman. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I have the privilege to enter all these strip clubs. But I think that has to change. That is going to change. Like, there's going to be everybody's horny. Everybody wants to throw money at hot bodies. And hot bodies look all sorts of different ways. Yeah. So. That's my hope for the future. But I think the misconception is that, like, you're, like, doing a dance for someone and you don't want to do it. And there's so much resistance and, like, discomfort. And mm-hmm. and the client has the power. And, like, look, the client has the money, but he showed up to give it to you. He showed mm-hmm. up to give it to someone. So right. take it and, yeah. like, do whatever you want to get there. Yeah, I love you describing, like, sexy flirting in the corner. It just mm-hmm. flips the script on, like, what we think about when we think about stripping. And it makes it sound fun, but not right. in a way that's like sensationalizing or, you know, uh, rewriting your experience of it. That's, it's really hot to me. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Like who doesn't want to like go to a party where you kind of like don't know anyone and you get mm-hmm. to just like go to a corner and like take some money and rub up on someone's pants. Like uh, <laughs> take me back there right now. Yes. <laughs> and like feel, have a whole new persona, you know, with like yeah. di- lose your inhibitions. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And no, I will not call you. I do not want your phone number. I, I do don't... not care about your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. You don't yes. care about mine. Like, I don't want any of this information. I want, right. I want a no strings attached tryst with financial compensation that you will think about long into your life. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like, I'm doing the Lord's work. You really are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I have been, I mean, I'm like obsessed with strip clubs. I've been to so many in New York City. And I, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to grow up and be a stripper. But I think that I, <laughs> again, like the stigma of it. And also I was like, what if they think I'm fat? You know, like that was like a big thing for me. Like I was like, what if no one thinks I'm hot? And that was like the main mm-hmm. reason that I was like, I can't do it. I'm too scared. I had a similar the impulse. <laughs> the fear of, like... Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar impulse in New York and actually, like, circled the block of, like, a Coyote Ugly, like, dancing bartender audition and ultimately, like, never went in. Yeah. But my thing was, like, I was trying to be an actor at the time, and I, I was, like, stripping in New York, I imagine, like has to be really competitive. And I was like, I already have a fucking acting career that makes me feel useless and talentless. I don't know (laughs) if I can handle another career where like I'm in competition with fucking Juilliard dancers. Like a friend of mine is like went through the full dance training program at Juilliard and then found like just stumbled into loving exotic dancing and like toured, went to Canada, like Mm -hmm. went to specific regions where it's really big. And I was like, I can't fucking step to that. Are you kidding right. me? Like literally like Juilliard trained exotic dancers. I can maybe shake my ass in a way that's appealing. And that's kind of where it ends, you yeah. know? So, well, okay. So let me reassure both of you that you'd be great strippers. And that like <laughs> okay. worrying that you're worrying that your like body image issues are totally a thing that yeah. most women face. I was yeah. bulimic for eight years. Oh my God. Uh, got into recovery before I became a stripper. I was in college and I was like, I have six months left of healthcare. 
let's go to therapy. Um, And actually dance stripping was so like restorative and healing for me because Mm. uh, for so many reasons that like, we're got to get to the porn. So yeah, (laughs) let's go into it. But like, um, and you wouldn't believe what heels and flattering lighting will do for your body image Mm. and nice mirrors. And also like, and just people throwing money at you. Like, I think we all have these really unrealistic expectations of what your body's supposed to look like. And then you get into a strip club and you're like, you're like, I don't know. The second somebody gives you money for whatever the fuck your body looks like. I remember yeah. one day I was feeling so bloated. I was on my period. You shove that tampon with a string inside. Sure. Like, right, let's do this. Yeah. And some guy's like, I yeah. fucking love you. Yeah. And some guy's just throwing money at you. And you're like, I'm so hot. I'm so hot. And like the red lights and heels. Right. Honestly, it's the, the, the wardrobe and the lighting and the elevated platform. So if you ever want to feel hot, like put a low angle mirror, put on some heels, put on some mm. Janet Jackson, smoke a joint and like remind yourself. Yeah that you are that bitch. That's right. really important. <laughs> and then being an exquisite dancer has very little to do with the actual yeah. hustle, especially in New York yeah. City. I am dance trained. I barely ever danced. All I did was run my mouth. Yeah. yeah. All I yeah. did was talk. I just yeah. talk, 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 and then find out what they have to say and let them talk. And everyone's hustle is different. But right. dancing is part of it. But in New York, they're so entitled to your soul. Mm-hmm. You really have to, like, go deeper than yeah. Yeah. throwing down on stage. But if you're in, like, Atlanta, yeah, you got to be able to be a good dancer. But yeah. I never danced in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. My best friend was also a stripper. I, I Realizing now I just have tons of stripper friends, and I don't think about it until we're talking about stripping. My <laughs> best friend did it for a time, and she was an anthropology student. So her whole angle was, like, fully, like, a whole psychological game with her clients. And she was sort of fascinated by, like, okay, some, some of these women I'm working with are, like, territorial, and it's, like, a specific angle they're taking. Mm-hmm. Some are, like, very overtly flirty. And her thing was to like play into the like, oh, rescue me thing. Like, oh, you're a good girl. You should, like she also had a certain privilege and leaned into it with her very privileged clientele. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like she could she could move her hips and she was like a decent dancer in like the erotic sense. But it was, yeah, not not much about that at all, you know, mm-hmm. except for she said like, yes, there are dancers where like that's their thing. Like there are strippers where like really it's about the pole work and they just do like a show and then they're done. But for mm-hmm. her, she was like, it's a fucking, I'm studying apes, you know? <laughs> so Fascinating. You really are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no wrong way to do it. Everyone has a different hustle. One of my yeah. friends, she's just like a beautiful, gorgeous, athletic stoner. She just like dances, takes money, and like hides in the back and smokes weed until she's going to go out again. Wow. And like, that's how she makes her money. She makes her money on the stage. Yeah. And like some people I know are bitches. Just yeah. total bitches. And I'm like, Oh, I wish I could be you. Cause I'm super nice. Like I'm yeah. Canadian and like my smile takes up my whole face. Like right. I, I look like I could babysit your kids. Right. You know, and I remind the old guys of like, you know, like their girl, their first girlfriends in the suburbs or whatever. So I have, that's the narrative I have to work with. And I, yeah. and I, it works for me, yeah. but I love, Oh my God, the girls I know who are bitches. Oh, they're like, Oh, don't even talk to me unless you're paying me. And I'm like, oh, how do you do that? I know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, I have a question. Have you ever stripped for a partner? Like, not in a strip club? Yeah, kind of. But mm. like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it like sort of an unsexy I, yeah. thing for you, like taking work home? Or is it yeah. just partner coincidence. You know what it is? Is that everybody wants to feel special. When you know I do it for a job, it doesn't make you feel special when I do it for you. Oh, You got to find something separate. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nobody your point. wants to nobody wants to feel like your client. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. Just there's, you nailed something there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I just remember reading, like, you know, again, like all of the shit that Cosmo told me that was a lie when I was younger. <laughs> that was like, you know, ways mm-hmm. to make your man wild. And it was like, do a sexy strip tease for him. And I was like, does has that like uh, has anyone done that? Like, I mean, I, yeah, I know, like, right? Like, I've has taken my clothes free? off in like a sexy way, but I've never like mm-hmm. sat down a partner and been like, let me perform for you. You know, I've given a lap dance. Oh, but like, it wasn't like from a, like a, a whole fucking theatrical event, like from across the room. Right. I've sure, just sure, like, sure. there, there's like been music on sort of done like a little one and been yeah. like, Hey, do you yeah, want sort yeah. of a lap dance vibe, you know? Yeah, and then right. like, we just fuck, you know, like yeah. that's. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're just like a second. You're just basically dry humping to music. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, I'm just, exactly. I'm doing what I would be doing anyway, but with, there's yeah. music. So I'm doing there's it in rhythm. A, yeah, there's <laughs> that's rhythm. the whole yes. difference. <laughs> exactly Maybe a little more like up and down ass action than <laughs> yeah, I like, would yeah. normally do. There's some <laughs> levels involved. You yes. Know? <laughs> We're working with levels. Right. <laughs> but nothing else particularly uh, innovative. Yeah. Um, the history of stripping, I mean, along with sex work in general, one of the oldest professions in the world. Really? Yes. I mean, the origins of striptease uh, have been back to like ancient Babylonia. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Paleolithic like cave paintings. I right. found suggests <laughs> stripteases. I was going back to ancient Greece and was like, that's pretty far back. And then right. found this article in Medium from Atlanta Strippers Are Us. Interesting oh, branding, yeah. but I would rather hear it from strippers than anybody else. Yeah. The first mm-hmm. form of strippers can be traced to Paleolithic cave paintings in the south of France. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this is a this isn't a joke. This is real. No, this it's is real. real. As far as oh, this resource great. I have, I know. Like, this, this is a real thing. Like, And you know what? Of course it was in France. Like, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. Of course. I mean, once, it, once a woman, it's not always a woman, but once, like, you realize that, like, you have power just existing as you are, mm-hmm. like, why would you not, why would you, why wouldn't you wield it? If anything, yes. it's just been a constant attempt to quash this understanding of, like, Femme power, right? Yes, since right. they discovered it, yeah, yes, and you see it a lot, like culturally and like ancient, you know, tribal like traditions of like harnessing sexual energy and things like that for like ceremonial things, and um, you know, obviously ancient Rome, ancient Greece, um, and then like it just kind of kept evolving mm-hmm. uh, until like you know you started seeing it in brothels in London and then in Paris and like Moulin Rouge and things like that. Um, the term striptease was actually first recorded in 1932, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been around for forever is what I'm basically getting at here. Yeah. Research for this episode really took me back because our, we have a wonderful intern named Claire who helps us with research and she often finds like academic shit and she found yeah. this incredible, if you're interested, I can send it after, link to like pictures of like turn of the century burlesque like gypsy mm. rose lee era shit and even further yeah. back mm-hmm. into the like late 1800s these like women doing like melodrama and like wearing tights and the mm-hmm. oh, god i just i was nerding out on it. it i was uh i got to be gypsy in high school and it was like a big nerd <sighs> who researched my roles so i remember like researching yes. all that shit like years <sighs> back and it's just it's delightful yeah. it ticks so many boxes of like Oh, yeah. Shit that I like the aesthetic of the like old timiness and just like the history of sex work is super fun. Right. 
I was fascinated to learn about like the history of the pole. Oh, mm, like do a tell. pole. Well, tell me what you found. Okay, yeah. well, what so, I found, so, yeah, it has it like roots in like um like these like tra- traveling sideshows of like the 1890s of like little yeah. Egypt. Um, and they would have, they would, like, use poles to kind of grind on. And also in, like, tent poles. Yeah. Um, like, traveling shows with, like, a tent pole, and they would just, like, kind of use the pole to, like, dance around. Um, yes. Is that, does that track to what you've Well, I've read that. Yeah. And I think also, but the, I mean, in strip clubs, like, modern strip clubs that we have now. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, 80s. Mm-hmm. Is that... Like, bitches are drunk in heels. Give them something to hold on to. <laughs> like, we, like, that's really, Literally. that's it. Like, yeah. we are wearing ridiculous shoes. And I think so much of it, and like, yes, you could, there's so many different things to support that. But the strip club culture that we're talking about now mm-hmm. is like, we're talking about like black sex workers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the culture of shaking your ass. Right. And, like in that kind of environment. So I don't know. And I think it's pretty folkloric, right? Because yeah. a lot of the recording wasn't happening because there's so much shame and stigma surrounding the work yeah. itself that it's hard to actually document. And I think all of these things influence it. And I'm really yeah. glad that pole dancing has come around to be like, yeah, you're not doing Chinese pole dancing. You are doing stripper pole dancing. Right. So like, let's not pretend. So yeah. I don't know. There's who knows, right. who knows how it originated, but it's kind of like how Jim Morrison's uh, musical style of clinging to the, uh, Mike stand was because he was so fucked up that he like was gonna fall over. Yeah, he had <laughs> and that, that started a whole trend. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that stripping kind of yeah. evolved in that same way. Right. And there's a lot of downtime at the club. They yeah. they make you show up at 5 p.m. and no one's there till 10. You might as well start learning how to do tricks on that thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Talk to us yeah. about the shoes. <laughs> uh, the shoes. <sighs> how can I not? So the shoes are iconic. Yes. And they're really comfortable. They're designed. They are necessary. It's part of the job. It's funny, actually. I didn't wear stripper shoes for so long because I thought they were trashy. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, how did I resist for so long? Because I made the same mistake that all strippers make when they get started was that I tried to be classy. I wanted to separate myself from the stigma by being quote unquote better than everyone else. A lot of us Mm. come to this in a different way, but that's where I was at. But then I was traveling a lot and traveling across borders and Mm -hmm. working as an undocumented person. So I couldn't travel with stripper shoes. It was a dead giveaway. Mm -hmm. So I had these like Steve Madden platform pumps that were like cracked at the heel. They were so old and I loved dancing (laughs) in them. But, um, when I finally got my papers to live in America, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I got stripper shoes and I never turned back because stripper shoes are great. So they're designed for strippers. So the arch is not as high and mm-hmm. the platform, like platforms absorb a ton of impact. Like if you're yeah. rocking mm-hmm. up just on like a tiny, tiny, thin platform, your, your feet won't last. And uh, the plastic gives, you use the, the like you use a hairdryer on the plastic to stretch it out to the shape of your foot. Not too much, mm. but um, wow. They're incredible. And yeah. you can clack them together. You can make, make a lot of noise yeah. with yes. them. The sound <laughs> they're, good. they're fun. And they change your whole personality. When yeah. you put those on, yeah. you know, it's right. just like you got to strap. You strap your shoes on, you're ready for battle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love stripper shoes. So do I. I mean, 
I just, I think that, I think, I love strippers. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. I, I'll, I'll put it on my gravestone. You love strippers love and all that comes comes with them. It's true. It's true. I mean, I do too. I said that like you and not me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We stand. We stand. Yes, well, shall we take a quick break and come back to talk about some porn? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, I can't wait to talk about this next video, so let's just jump right in. Um, Times Square Strip. Uh, Again, we had some, you know, parameters, special requests from Jack about some some good (laughs) 70s, 80s smut. And I I think we did a pretty good job, if I say so myself. Um, Because, of course, the search term is striptease and strips in the title. So, bada bang, baby. Um, (laughs) That's from 1983, directed by Jack DeVoe. Um, And we found it on Pink Label. I think important to know that this yeah. film also has like writers, like an editor. Oh. It was like edited by Robert Alvarez. We've yes. got Moose 100 and Dick Bettis writing. Like mm-hmm. there was a writing team. <laughs> we don't always see these credits. So it is fun to like dip back into right. the, the gold age. or silver. Also the pink label said something about the silver age. Oh, of it might porn. be the silver And age. I was like, yeah. what, when, when does it become silver? I don't want to get too post caught up golden. in this, yeah. but. Is it is the eighties when it gets silver like I pre guess. like yeah. pre video store yeah. yeah yeah the thing yeah. is is like back then though they treated porn with respect I mean not that we, and I mean we do now but like it was just they treated it like it was a, a film you know like there mm-hmm. is editing there is like you know like there there's a great there's storyline sometimes there's like an absurd plot line but. I just, I I love it. I love going back and watching stuff from like the golden age or the silver age um, uh, because I think it's fabulous. Um, also, this video felt like what the deuce wanted to be. Mm. You know? In terms of like aesthetic and like- Yes, aesthetic. Just the like, the, the opening, sense of the yes. Times Square feeling. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. the first like couple of minutes, it just was this great montage of like, you know, Times Square- and yeah. I was like, this is exactly an what, like, iconic the Coke sign yes. that like yes. isn't there that for anymore. They mm-hmm. I love when they like zoom in on the like gaiety club, whatever it's called, gaiety, the, gaiety the best club. in male burlesque above a Howard Johnson. Like, <laughs> yes. I was yes. like you can't buy these details. Uh-uh. Right. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, like I wanted to be there. Yes. I wanted uh, to go. Yeah. And I want to go to this this burlesque club. Um, a quick synopsis. Uh, basically, and I also loved how they just quickly went through this plot. It was like, Daryl finds an ad in the paper. He calls. 
And he's like, yeah, he's, I can make money. And then boom, he's there. It's his first night at the burlesque club. Um, and then we get this fabulous clown MC who I really <laughs> just wanted to see more of. I was like, what's his story? Mm-hmm. We get a lot of like backstage moments of like the dancers. Uh, we obviously see Daryl's first little little dance, uh, his first night. And then we follow some of the dancers as they have in between their their two shows as they have a little some some trysts. Um some and, really interesting dance moves from Daryl. Oh, Daryl. Anybody else <laughs> yeah. think so? I I I felt like I was describing it when I was watching it. I was like, it looks like somebody has a string on his dick and is just pulling it <laughs> and like bouncing it mm-hmm. like a puppet. Because that's that was his only yes, move. Yes. And it was his only move, and he was just so committed. He looked uncomfortable. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. But but the dance moves were were kind of like, I really just like, wow, men don't have to do anything. Yes, yes. That's exactly how I felt. They don't have to do anything. And also, my whole problem with this whole scene that I was very upset by is that the old man and nobody else in the audience paid him. There was no money there being was thrown. No yeah. money. I took personal offense to that. I yeah. was like, who wrote this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? It was so mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. And they were like, don't worry. Like, don't worry, Daryl. You have two more chances tonight. And I was like, oh, yeah. it sucks to start like a strip movie yeah. with like a rough audition, <laughs> yeah, you know? Like a bad first go around. Yeah. yeah he, he basically was just like humping and then mm-hmm. like kind of moving his arms around, you know? Yeah. He was yeah. doing this. This will be for the Patreon people only, but like yeah. there was like a, this thing. There was like a right. fish yeah. move with both arms and right. then like come around. And like the only thing that I was like, oh, this is kind of doing it for me was like right. when he had his hands behind his head at one point there was like there was like some kind of move that was like oh okay yeah. we're finding yeah. something but then it would like go back to this strange like yes fish thing hands together and yeah. also like uh, just occasionally just like touching his like semi like you know like, yeah yeah like what was that about you know that yeah. was that was yeah. interesting i was like is he just trying to get fully erect or you know what, what are we what are we doing just here just remind us that he has a dick yeah you know? right and he's yeah. like it's and i'm reminding you it's not a full full mast you know like yes right it, it, it but can. the audience was thrilled they, the I audience mean, loved it that one old man really was into it i did really yeah, love he that wasn't old paying. man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i did really oh, yeah. i well, thought he was really sweet the way he was like respond i don't know i was just like rooting for the kid to do better and i loved that he was so enthusiastic but yeah right. where was the money unless yeah. it was coming yeah, later like, in applause the plot do- applause doesn't pay the bills no it doesn't yeah true Mm-mm. enough Mm-mm. Um, you don't clap at a strip club no and then also like fascinating yeah. they they go backstage after his dance and like they all have like a great which like i love to see like you know a backstage moment Everyone's like kind of like chilling and talking about it. They're like, oh, don't worry. Like, we'll have the next show. You'll be fine. And then they have like a little meet and greet with like the audience and the dancers, um, which I thought was an an interesting move um, to include that (laughs) in this in this video. Uh, And then we follow Paco as he goes to meet his Texan lover. And yeah. they really hammered it over uh, the head that he was Texan with the with the cowboy. Oh my god! With the like, the, was it Zorro in the background or something? Something like, wearing yeah. a cowboy Western. hat. Like yeah. yes, the musical tracks I found 
to be, or the audio tracks, I should mm-hmm. say, because it wasn't always music. Yeah. I, I very unique choices to me, very yes. deliberate choices. Very between yes. that, yes, very yeah. Yeah. between that in, and the baby crying. Yes, oh, I was going to talk about that too. Like when like, we were, yeah, right when we were in the stairwell, <laughs> like dogs barking, baby right. crying. I was like, we were really driving home that this is New York. Like we yes. are really, yes. <laughs> but I loved mm-hmm. that. I loved that it was like a strong sense of time and place. And I also loved that we saw Paco stripping for his Texas man to like a Western, you know, soundtrack, like to like the soundtrack mm-hmm. of this Western film. Like, I loved that, that it was like, oh, this is actually sometimes how sex happens. It's like, there's a movie on in the background and like now things are getting a little heated and like, yeah, you know, it felt, it felt honestly like real life. I, I thought I loved it. You guys, I really loved this. <laughs> I loved this video, but I loved, I love because, you know, I like watching two men have sex. That's my favorite thing to watch. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was super fucking fun. You know, yeah. there were elements of it that I was like, oof, you know, like where it felt low production value or just had these like bizarre choices in there. But right. The whole thing was sort of like delectable in its ridiculousness, mm-hmm. like watching it from 2021 20, as a porn enthusiast, you know, yeah. it's just like fun, like mm-hmm. looking back at like a relic and, right. and just being like, wow, look at this shit, you know, so I strange. I mean, didn't his cock ways. ring, didn't yes. his cock ring even be, it looked kind of Texan. It, like has, it yes. looks like yes. spurs. And I, I really, I noticed how how committed they were to the few accessories that they were wearing. Yeah. I, I really appreciated it. Yeah. There was a lot of detail paid to, like, wardrobe oh, yeah. and, like, props. Like, mm-hmm. there was the conversation between the two guys that performed together, like, about whether the shirt was working, you yeah. know? Like, funny little details mm-hmm. like that in the script, yeah. you know? What was the deal... So, like, Paco is talking about his Texan lover and, like, yes. a three-room suite at the uh-huh. plaza, and at then the plaza. we go to, like, Clearly, probably Howard Johnson or like Hojo's. some motel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's where his like lover is. And the guy is like pretty hot. So I was like, sure, yeah. tell your friends, whatever. Is that what was happening? I mean, Rachel is the person who watched the entire thing and as opposed to just focus on the first 20 minutes. Was there a payoff of that, that he was just lying to his friends about where he was going? Or do we just not go back to Paco? Uh, I actually, I mean, I watched only 30 minutes of it. So I continued oh. to watch the 10 minutes. I didn't watch the entire thing. but I didn't mean to call yeah, you out. That's I okay. thought you literally watched the no, whole thing. No, I didn't thing, watch like, the entire with thing. With a cup but of tea last night. No, I mean, I will go back to it. But I watched the 30 minutes of it this morning. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely turning me on. I'm into it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it definitely did. Was I mean, they probably... Production couldn't afford to shoot in the plaza. That's what it is. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They shot, I mean, they had a sex scene in a hallway. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which I thought that was great. I did too. That felt like yeah. very yeah. authentic, like 80s, like a like a, a tryst in the hallway, you know? Yeah. Where you're like, there's no words. It was really silent. It was just like, you know, a guy, like they make eye contact in a hallway and he's like, come on, grabs his crotch. And they're like, okay, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. That felt very um, historically accurate. Charged um, in a yes. certain way, too. and charged. Yeah, there's tension there, you know? Follow all charged. The dialogue, mm-hmm. mucking it up. Right. <laughs> and he had, like, a ripped wife beater on. Love to see that, you know? That mm-hmm. felt, like, raw, gritty. <laughs> um, here uh, for yeah. the grit. I am. I'm here for the authenticity, you know? Um, yeah, I, I really, that's what I like about like 70s and 80s porno. It's just like mm-hmm. the bodies 
I, I think I enjoy the bodies too to be like yes. less manicured and fussed over mm-hmm. and just kind of existing and I don't know. They all look kind of like greasy and sweaty and horny. And like when the boobs were flopping everywhere, there were no titties in this one. But like, that's what I like about the dated stuff. It just feels like there's less pressure on um, Mm -hmm. aesthetic and more of just like, let's fuck. Yeah. And like without, without, you know, yeah. Yes. And and that's what I like about it. It's just kind of simpler. Right. Yeah. Right. Nothing's like, it's not like, you know, a synthetic leather couch and like zero, zero percent body hair and body fat <laughs> which yeah. is like not my vibe you know that's not what I'm looking for when I when I watch porn like I want to look at things that are real <laughs> yeah so, and I also want to yeah. see like I want to see like a tension you know like I mm-hmm. felt like that striptease was great like he uh, I also just loved that it was like up, up against a striptease in the burlesque club you know and then seeing it done like slowly, like for someone that he's like interested in sexually, as opposed to just for money, I thought was was beautiful. I might say. <laughs> oh, was that not for money? I had this idea that he was out fucking that Texan for money. Oh, I kind of thought anymore. that too. Oh, but okay. when we got into the scene, I couldn't tell. Yeah. I mean, he was like talking about it like he was a sugar daddy that he was. Yeah. He just fucked for yeah. cash at the hotel. But then when we like changed locations and we weren't right. at the plaza and we met the guy. That's why I was like, what happens? Like, right. is it a secret romance as right. opposed to sex work? Like, which is it? Do we right. know? Cause well, it, maybe, it didn't quite you know. feel that like it, it didn't feel like it matched up with what he had said about it. So I was yeah. like, maybe it's different. And they yeah, did like that quiet. kissing, like yeah. after they fucked, like it felt like a more yeah. romantic scene did. than what we were like set up for. So mm-hmm. I wondered if there was a payoff of that. And right. We're, we don't know, listeners. I, mean, I, I just think everything is sex work. That's the thing. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, they're definitely not doing it for free because they're all, like, strippers. They're all, like, right. already yes. fucking for money. Mm-hmm. And then, but because there was no money changing hands in the strip club, I'm like, maybe it was just a props oversight. Like, maybe they just, like, forgot the fake money. Maybe. I, I don't know. Right. You know what, though? The tension, let's, I need to talk about the tension of this baby crying. <laughs> this guy sucking his that dick. Because wild. I... I can't. I was stressed out watching that because right. I can't even fuck with the TV on if there's dialogue. I'm yeah. like, yeah. all I can hear is somebody else talking. I cannot yeah. get into this. And the fact that they was just like sucking his dick so passionately yes. while there was a baby crying <laughs> made me extremely tense and yes. filled with admiration. Right. <laughs> that they could do that. Mm-hmm. But I loved kind of like that, like conflict, <laughs> you know, like, yes. that, like yes. he's like, this is reality, you know, like they're like, we could only do this right here, right now. And like, it just so happens that there's a baby crying and like, we have to be silent and, but we're going to enjoy ourselves. And very and like they, stereotypical, like Italian New Yorkers being like, what are you going to do about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yelling. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, was that a track or did they have a plan? Like, how did know. they shoot that? Is what I, I think that know. was like, fully what, a track. How low budget? Okay. Was you it? You think so? It oh. felt like it. I mean, it felt like they brought the sound forward and it was like so layered. Like there was so much there. Like I thought that they like that was deliberately a soundscape. And the mm. fact that they had the know. other sex scene with like the TV playing. Like, did you guys catch the choice line that it, uh, when he came he, oh my god did I write this down like when they when he came he literally whoever the heroic character the tv show is goes like hey here they come like yeah. they literally put oh. that line with him coming I think the sound yeah. design was very purposeful okay that is all right the, uh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again right yeah yeah <laughs> anyways loved it can't recommend it enough yeah. <laughs> I thank you I fan, really enjoyed so. it too <laughs> oh yeah I got me there uh, should we move on to 
uh, a, a thing, uh, a video where props were definitely not forgotten. <laughs> not forgotten. <laughs> yes. Yes. A prop um, forward. Yes. So spy fam stripper stepsister performs for her stepbro. Um, we have no <sighs> idea who's in it because Pornhub <sighs> didn't give a shit to tell us. Mm-hmm. Um, spy fam, which uh, I really what does just that mean? Have, I mean, what I'm does assuming that even it's mean? spy cam, but it's with your yes. family, which is even like, you know. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's creepy. So, again, I ha- or immediately I have problems. <laughs> I have issues. Immediately um, you're gently traumatized. Yeah. Right. For sure. Um, and so, quick synopsis, this stepbrother has set up like an elaborate scheme to like catch we start his we start with a, a not businessman like a guy yes. in a suit for some reason <laughs> who clearly has no business whatsoever in business <laughs> right and he's rented an apartment like i don't even like i'm confused where already. are we like, where yes. are we he's rented an apartment and he's like on the phone being like yeah she's been mouthing off to my dad like this is gonna be perfect like she is she's coming over right now and his stepsister shows up. They, He's, like, tricking her. She's like, I gotta go change. She changes with the spy cam watching her. Like, I'm yeah. confused. And then she goes yeah. downstairs and strips for him while he has a mask on. Um, yeah. To, like, and- not music in the shoot, clearly. <laughs> yeah, like, it yeah. starts so uncomfortably with her just, like, stripping in silence <laughs> right. in, like, bright, but weird full lighting. Light. Like, the whole thing. I was yes. like, this is the opposite of like what stripping is supposed to is like literally <laughs> missing terrible. every element that you were just talking about of like right, good lighting that, but she was hot. flawless yeah. you know it's but she, and they clearly she was like so hot yeah yeah but she was just, stunning yeah yeah and i was like watching yeah. being like this is decent work you know like yeah. this is a person who does probably is a stripper and knows yeah. how to work a pole right and, she like, knew how to climb you know, mm-hmm. she could she could hold herself up there. So I was like, okay, she's yeah. Safe. She was comfortable, right? She was moving like she's done that for hours. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, it really did. Just like trot up on stage and like get going. Like no yeah. discussion yeah. of like what I'm here for. Know, no like seductive like whatever. Right. Just like yes. get to the job. Yeah, she's like I'm exactly. here. I'm here to work. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the sad like money gun. Like, oh yes. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yes. I was like, what? Well, first of all, he starts, starts just like throwing fake money at her. Like, it's so obviously yes. fake money. And then he pulls out the money gun <laughs> and just like, is like two feet away from her and just spraying it yes. at her. Click, 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 yeah. click, click, click. Yeah. Click, 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 click. Just again, just like <laughs> yeah. so barren, just so like weird and just every element of the awkwardness just like it was so oozing out of this shit. Yes. I loved that moment. That was the most, that was like, this is brilliant comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was yeah. just so, it was because it went straight to a wide shot right. of him in this, in this like awkward, it looked like a cafeteria chair or something. Yes. I don't even know. Yes. In this like very lit apartment, <laughs> all the cords coming down from the TV mounted on the wall. Yeah, it was and like, the saddest it, apartment it, I've so ever So bright. Seen. Everyth- everything's gray. His suit is cheap and you just see him spraying this fake money. And I was, yeah. like, yes. I was like, I need to make, I was, I need to make more, honestly, both of these films made me want to make more movies. I was like, if yeah. they can do it like that, yes. I can do that. I can do oh, it too. Because I, 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 oh, it was very inspirational, oh, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> we talk about yes. that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then somehow <sighs> we just cut to her fucking herself with the dildo. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And very immediately, abrupt cut. 
Yeah, I'm pissed off because yeah. there's like no clit stimulation yeah, whatsoever. Yes, so, there was like, no anticipation. No, yes. it was or just tease. no yeah. anticipation, no tease, no tension. Which is what stripping is about. Right. Yeah. Suddenly it's she's the naked. tease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I always miss in like mainstream porn is like the anticipation. Like that's right. why I like sex scenes that are all about leading up to the act and not the yes. actual act Absolutely. itself. Yeah. Mm hmm. But exactly. yeah, because this was because I, I didn't pick up on the plot until he was like, she was like, my da- dad's going to be so pissed. I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. then she's like, oh, sorry. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We're getting there. We're there. We're in there. Yeah. So she likes she's like, it's time for you to get involved. And she takes off his mask. Mm-hmm. And like in the worst moment of acting, she was like, oh, my God, Ryan, what the fuck? I was like. <laughs> What? You didn't even take the time to realize, you know, uh, like it was just You didn't so have the moment that you were realization. To. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just when she goes, what are you doing here? Like, what do you, like, what, what do you mean? Like, what are you doing there? Like, what's going yeah. on? And then she shames him for buying a stripper. She's like, dad's going to beat your ass because you, you're the one who bought the stripper. And he's right. like, I didn't think about it that way. Right. And he's like, don't tell anyone. Like, what? Like, what? what? It just was like yeah. terrible slut shaming on both ends. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, I'm going to keep the but money. But without any gravitas. Yes. Like, I yeah. Feel, I just felt, I was like, who wrote this? Right. It wasn't but, written. Like, yeah, yeah no, there, was, there was no, there was no something where like. Is right. there a writing? Is there a script? I, I mean, there often is this. Yeah. in porn, but or they're often at yeah. least is like, here's the scenario, like act it yeah. out. This yeah. felt like a yeah. here's the scenario, act it out. They're also this is a small detail, but I realized you said it different, and I was like, wait a minute, I think he actually said snitching, like oh, when yeah. he's like, she's been. It's not like she's been mouthing off to dad. It's like she's been snitching on dad. Like the whole conceit oh, yeah. of this is just like, uh, you're snitching on dad. I'm gonna snitch on you to dad you're going to snitch on me to dad. Like, right. it, it just is Who's muddy with that feeling that <laughs> they just, like, showed up to this weird set and were like, okay, so it's about, like, snitching and, like, your stepbrother and sister and mm-hmm. you're just going to, you know, he's trying to gotcha you and then you're like, fuck it, pay me, let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We owe so much to porn performers. Yeah. Because, like, they 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 know that the script is bad. Right. Yeah. And they show up and they and they, have to and do they, it anyway. they do the lines and they yeah. fuck like champions for us and oh doing things God. that we often wouldn't do. And then they like it they're just incredible people. Oh my god. I could never do it. Like I don't like being hot on camera. I like being ridiculous on camera. And I just like Same. even when it's absolutely ridiculous and atrocious, I'm just like, you know what? Thank you. Oh my god, of this course. This is so vulnerable. You're yeah, doing yeah. it. They're athletes. I hope you're getting paid adequately. They yeah. are athletes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like knowing all of your angles and looking hot when you're fucking. I don't even know how to do that. I know, I know, mm-hmm. and I think it's I'm pretty good at to it. Think about, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like to think that I'm good They're in amazing. real life, but right, you know, right. No, but yeah. like she did it in full lighting yes. in a gray apartment. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, yeah. And like I still can see her tits in my mind right now. <laughs> hmm. They're great tits. I <laughs> think plug tits, tits like immediately. She had some yeah. large yeah. naturals. La- yes. yes, big and naturals. Big naturals. Like luminous yeah. skin mm-hmm. and like great bod. just not give great bod and like so composed. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All know? I can think like, all I can see in my mind is his skinny little body like humping her <laughs> from behind. Yeah. <laughs> I think know? like the way watching oral sex be performed in porn. 
I find kind of upsetting. Yeah, right. we're, we <laughs> talk about it a lot that like you can't on, on watch women, good on women. Yes, I mean you can't watch good cunnilingus and porn or like mainstream porn because it's all about it's, the angle and it makes yeah, it impossible yeah. to like create suction and pressure yes. and like all the things yes. you want to be doing when you're yes. effectively totally sucking on right. a vulva. Totally, yeah. but, like, you know yeah. the yeah. stuff that we want to watch is like. I don't care about the angle. I don't need to see like his yeah. tongue. Like, I want to see actually... your face disappear between yes. that yes. person's legs. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm looking for. And I want to yes. see the the person who's receiving it, their face to go having fucking a good crazy. Time. Yeah, because they're yes. actually having getting great head. You know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't want to see the performative orgasm. Uh, face. Like, what are you yeah. doing with the tip of your tongue? Yeah, <laughs> like they're putting on. Honestly, they're putting on a great show for someone. Right. Yes. And yes. I. Yeah, I'm always so conflicted because I'm like, this doesn't look pleasurable at all. But I also like know how much work sex work is. Right. Yes, and I know they're just doing their job really well. And like you and and you do have to get the angle. Right. So I'm always kind of like hats off, but also like what? I know, but it's like it's like <laughs> no, don't right. ever eat a pussy like that. That's the thing. Is <laughs> don't like, ever eat yeah. my pussy like they that. Want, honestly, maybe she loved it. Yeah, they want. To have I don't a good think angle for like for like the person who's viewing it to enjoy themselves, but yes. like in turn, we're teaching that person who's watching it that that's how you give head, and like yeah. that's the yeah. issue, you know. Like yeah. if we were just show, if we weren't concerned about if like you know mainstream studios weren't so concerned about the angles or whatever, or like actually like the visual of of seeing a tongue on a clit, mm-hmm. you know, and we just were like concerned about like showing authentic real pleasure, the world would be a better place. <laughs> You know, like people would understand. Right. Do we know about the production about this this one that we chose, this one from Pornhub? Yeah, like we, like do we know? Like, I guess I just have so many questions about the industry itself that yeah, I should probably do some research. But I'm like, how many? Like, I don't know what. Uh, like, does this producer always make stuff like this? Where does this rank on the ethical porn scale? Yeah. Where does this rank on, like, how how big budget was this and who's getting paid for? I don't know. I guess I have so many. I have so many business questions. Yeah. But I'll They're all do my bad research on, answers but... with this yes. one in particular. Yes. Like, this is definitely really? a low yeah. budget thing. This is not yeah. ethical by our standards. We purposefully, yes. like, pick right. stuff that we're, like... If we can't, if we're, if the performer is not labeled on Pornhub, that's a bad indicator because it immediately yeah. undermines yeah, the yeah. performer and their ability to build a fan base around this. Like it is potentially pirated, even though Pornhub is trying not to do that anymore. Right. And mm-hmm. all those things aside, mm-hmm. I would guess that everybody involved with this was severely underpaid. And there's some right. producer that just like cranks out crap and, and right. makes a profit off of it as opposed to like fairly compensating the performer. So that's probably right. what we're talking about. Cause like, about. I want to tip her. Oh, I want to yeah. go and throw her some money because I'm like, who is she? I mm-hmm. did get off. Right. So but we, I would yeah, like to know who she is. Pay her. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah like, does she have an OnlyFans? Does exactly. she have a tip jar on her mm-hmm. pay or a PayPal or whatever? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was actually having this conversation with my wife after we watched it. We were talking about like, do you pay for your porn? Where? Like, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like, even if you don't subscribe, can you go and find the performers that you really appreciate and go right. and throw them mm-hmm. some money? Because like, how valuable is an orgasm to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. can you not compensate people who help you get there? Yeah. Yeah. So I need to find out who she is because I would like to throw her some money and him. He can he can have money too. <laughs> I guess he, he was there. He showed he showed up. Right. Yeah. This is our <laughs> this one uh, in contrast to our first one, which is from an ethical platform. You yeah. know, this mm-hmm. is our 
are um are a bad mainstream option. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, are either of these going in our spank banks? Like anybody gonna return to jail again? I mean, I love Times Square Strip. I I'm gonna go yeah. back to it. Yeah. To I want to finish it. I want to know what happens. Yeah. Me too, especially after this conversation. Yeah. I was hoping you could just spoil it for me, Rachel, but now I got to watch the whole thing. <laughs> Woe is me. Yeah. No, I just continued to watch it until the, after the end of the hallway scene because I was like, I want to watch them fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hallway scene was was really dedicated. Yeah, it was hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. So yeah, that one's going into my spank bank. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Times Square for me, too, is is making the bank. It's getting in the bank. <laughs> well, thank you, Jack, so much for joining us. Is there anything that you want to plug again before we do our little sign-off? Anywhere people can find you? Yo, find me on Patreon. Yes. I'm actually launch- launching a new sliding-scale art gallery. It's called House of Jack. And it's where, for example, this is a painting. <gasps> oh, Um Yeah, I'm going to be st- – I'm starting a sliding-scale art gallery for my artwork – because, yeah, I really want to sell my artwork, so you should look at it, houseofjack.com. Or if you want to find me on Patreon, I post pictures of my tits and all that fun stuff that you like. And I also talk about being a creative entrepreneur. So I would love to see you there because I would love your money. Yeah, so if you enjoyed this <laughs> and, any of our, and any of our insight, you also yeah. are on Patreon, right? Yes. yes, we sure are. Great. We're about to yeah. tell them all about it. Pay these, <laughs> pay these ladies. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jack. This has been a fucking delight. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. My pleasure. Really. Thank you so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram at Girls on Porn. That's porn without the O. On our Twitter at GOP the podcast. On our website at girlsonporn.com. And also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash girls on porn. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want to drop us a hot little five star review, feel free to leave your handle in there and we'll tag it and thank you. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>